Bacon smells nice. Bacon. So does all day breakfast with Matt and Alex. Hey, congratulations to our good friend KLP coming in number 21 in the Hottest 100 over oh. the weekend with a track with Stacey Cadet called Energy. Congrats. She was around my place. We all celebrated as fun times. Yeah, I saw that. You almost popped the champagne and she had to go, no. Well, I thought my the whole thing is... got in. I popped the champagne. <laughs> Thank thought, you very much. I thought I pop it as the friend and like... Douse no. her with it. No. Isn't that no, what no, they no, do no. on the racetrack? Like, give it to the people on the podium to spray it. Oh, you don't just stand thought... there and just have other people, like, water pistol you or something. Oh, I just <laughs> thought I th- I just thought that it was my job to pop it and celebrate her. There was almost a champagne mutiny happening <laughs> in the O'Kine <laughs> Anyways, household. Look, oh, the other thing that happened, driving yesterday for the first time, Bron. Yeah. I heard WAP. Now, I've never listened to this song in full. We've talked about it plenty. I've heard snippets. I And I heard it from start to finish yesterday. What do you think? It is quite rude. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, me and my Belinda sitting in the car, I, I, went, I went red. I said, this is actually quite vulgar. She said, yeah, it is quite rude. So, shame on you, Bron, <laughs> for listening to that on repeat. Not nah. at all, producer Bron. How about that? I was, I was trying to learn six. the dance. That's why, <laughs> that's why it was so many times. Yeah, very, very fun day as always. But, Matt O'Kine, we are back on a Monday for this uh, breakfast show. You can have whenever you want. And uh, quite exciting today because I reckon we're going to start launching our own system. All right? I really want to get our names out there. I feel that we have the capabilities, and uh, that's going to be coming up in a moment, as well as a bit of Clickfish with producer Bon, who I'm very, very excited to chat to as well. And um, by all accounts, the talk back today is going to go great guns. What's rolled where? Just strap yourself in. <laughs> it's a Monday morning. Hope you're having a good one. It's Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Look, it is summer in Australia, Matt O'Kine, which means... If you wanted to, you can get up at 10 a.m. and watch cricket until about 11.30 p.m. at night. <laughs> you could get, it, you could get 13 hours of people standing around and <laughs> whacking the kookaburra all sorts of the ground. Have you, been, have you been watching much? I love me some Big Bash. I thought mm. it was a little bit cheesy at first, like mm. way back in the beginning, and now I absolutely love it got so, so much. Yeah, the heat. Gotta Ooh, love me some heat. heat. Yeah, Chris Lynn. Let's get going the tonk. Jeezy yep. <laughs> knows how to do it. Uh, Rashid, Rashid Khan. Is that, is that Rashid Khan? Oh, yeah. Is that his name? He was, he he's was going really killing it. For the strikers out of yep. Afghanistan. Yep. I tell you what, he's he's very good. But I've yeah, I've been watching a bit of it as well. And I saw one the other night, bloody rain delay. Is there anything more boring? I was I was explaining it to Woods and her mum the other, the other night because um, because of watching, I was watching the cricket and the rain delay. Sometimes during during the game, they show old highlights of like because they think the normal day, game of cricket is boring. What about rain delay cricket where they put on some old match from thirty years ago or something with, like that with mullets and moustaches? Yeah, I used to watch so many cricket highlights videos. That's actually a real old pastime of mine. I absolutely not this ninety two ninety three season, the ninety three ninety four season, and the ninety five ninety six season. Truly, some of my favorite. I wore them to. Till they were blank. Honestly. That's it. But uh, anyway, they, we come back from the rain delay and it's a shortened game. If you don't watch too much cricket, um, 
what happens after a rain delay, you say every each team has 20 overs each. It's like, we don't have enough time. It'll be go way after midnight if we don't. So what we're going to do, we're going to take it back to 10 overs each. But given someone went with 20, we're going to use a method to calculate what the score is. And Matt O'Kind, as a Big Bash fan, of course he would know what that method is. Duckworth-Lewis system. The Duckworth-Lewis system. A guy called Duckworth <laughs> and a guy called Lewis came together and did some sort of mathematics. And when cricket is delayed and you need to work out what the new score is that's the other team could chase, they use the Duckworth-Lewis system to figure that out. And who it are these guys, well. by the way? I, don't know. I mean, <laughs> got no idea. I don't know who these people are, but they, they are in my psyche now. Mm. I know of them as heroes. But I was thinking while watching that, like, Matt, you know, we're pretty, we're pretty cluey dudes, right? Mm. What would a what would an Okine Dyson system look like? Mm. Well, I, I mean, I know that I had a I had a system recently. Because mm. um you know, breaking off the piece of fish. I find it very difficult when you get a piece of battered fish. <laughs> yeah. That you got to break in half with yeah. someone. Yeah. Because, well, one end is quite pointy. True. And the other end is quite fat. So you can't just break it down the middle. It's unfair. No, you can't go <laughs> right down the hemisphere, <laughs> no, can you? No, yeah. no. And to get a very good break down the, the complete horizontal line of the fish, also very difficult. Oh, that's so, almost impossible. Down the spine. And, the, and spine, the, the spine of the barra. So the thing is, when I'm breaking a piece of fish with my partner, I, I always want the bigger piece. I do. That's that's something instinctual in me. Yeah. I want the bigger whoa, piece. Whoa, whoa. Want... So you're doing the breaking and you're doing the choosing. <laughs> well, that, and, well, see, this is the thing. And so the little demon in my on my shoulder mm. says, you know which one's the bigger one, mate. Just take it. You like fish more than her. Mm-hmm. You're, you're a young, growing lad. You need more fish than her. Yeah. Right? The angel on the shoulder says, mate, you know what you're doing. Don't deprive your, your partner, the one you mm. love, of this good, crunchy fish. Give her the bigger piece. Right? So my system is no matter how well you think you've broken it, right, if it's a chocolate bar, fish, whatever, mm. You just have to take what you believe to be the smallest piece. Yeah, that is it's okay. the honourable thing, isn't yeah. it? And if, if you don't, you're a dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah, well, it's similar, like, because, you know, on the rideshare apps, Matt, you can split fare with someone that you're in with, okay? They're dropping you off on the way, right? Let's say they live 30 kilometres from the city and you mm -hmm. live 10, okay? Mm-hmm. They're dropping you home and you offer, it's like, because Uber has a system where you can go, oh, let's split the ride. Okay. Oh, yeah. But they don't offer the system of let's split 30% of the <laughs> ride. It's down the middle. Even though you only live 33% of the way there, you're paying 50% of the fare. Oh, that's not on. Particularly if you're a single going home with a couple. Well, that's you know, it. They're using more of the air con, the seating. Yeah, exactly you right. You probably more only, you, I mean, what if you're sitting in the middle seat? You know, what if you don't get all the leg room of the, so the so as a partner, like the, the couple, yeah. they get a passenger seat, which has ample leg room, <laughs> right? Yep. And the window, you're stuck behind the driver, yes. knees crunched, yes. and you're only going 30% of the way. So what I what I propose to you, Matt O'Kine, is that we put the call out, and you listening. I mean, I'm sure you've got to a situation where you're like, 
there's a lot of opinions flying around here. I wish we could just have a system that could figure this out fair and square, much like Duckworth and Lewis did all those years ago. And Matt, you, I want to put, I want us to put our names to it. So uh, please okay. get in touch, Matt.n.alex. What should the Okine Dyson system, which is in currently under construction, what should it focus on? Do we go the Uber? Would you like help with that? Is there something else that you think we need to put the the two greatest minds of our time <laughs> on? Okay. Please get in touch. Matt, don't end up, Alex. And uh, hopefully we'll become as famous one day, Matt O'Kine, as Mr. Duckworth and Mr. Lewis. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Alex Dyson spent an hour and a half sitting in the car today. That's a long commute. Where are you? Where were you off to? Wasn't going anywhere, mate. Was not moving. Just sitting in a car because we, uh, my partner Belinda and I and daughter Sophia all went to the beach. Great family outing for a morning. All right. Playing around. That's in the but... UK. Their beaches stink. <laughs> well, well <laughs> thankfully we're not. We've got Plus the... coronavirus. <laughs> We've got the white sandy beaches. Sydney's eastern suburbs. If you're lucky enough to get a park within 300 <laughs> kilometres of, uh, of the beach, then... <laughs> Honestly, it's a nightmare. I, I reckon so, more divorces have happened in the car park of Bondi Beach than anywhere uh, in the world. Do not remind me. <laughs> Just um, laps. You know the only thing worse than that? Catching public transport to Bondi Beach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a fun ride, isn't it? Crammed into some bendy accordion bus. Just... Backpacker armpits all up in your face. You stop There's at Bondi not, Junction you, for about 30,000 years while people keep running up from the train station. The doors are about to close and some person's like, oh, me on as well. I, I distinctly remember a trip on the bus <laughs> just with a face full of tanned Spanish pit. <laughs> <laughs> it is not For so not long. Good. It's a hot day. And then trying to go home, unless you're getting on at the first stop, <laughs> kiss it, the bus goodbye, yeah. you got to wait for six to go. It's just packed with inflatables and noodles and bloody tourists. <laughs> anyway, yeah. lovely trip down to the beach. <laughs> lovely trip down to the beach. Anyway, but, but the worst sight in the world when, you, when, you, when you're driving home at 11 o'clock in the morning, look back, Sophia asleep. This is terrifying, okay, because she doesn't normally go down for her sleep until about 12, 12.30. Okay. You never wake a sleeping baby. Okay, that, that moment of when they're asleep, you need to savor every second of it, right? So instead of waking her up and being in the comfort of my own home with a little person running around, I just parked on the side of the road and I sat in my car for an hour and a half while she slept and I does did it, Sudokus on my phone. Doesn't really sound like savoring. <laughs> <laughs> it is better than dealing with a toddler that is awake. I'll tell you that much, Okay. <laughs> So, <laughs> uh, so, so. Anyways, I, like, there's nothing dodgier than a person sitting in a car. Do you know what I mean? When you walk yeah. past someone and there's just someone sitting in a car, you're like, "Well, that person's up to no good." <laughs> but, 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 um, but I was just, I just played Sudoku. But the thing is, this is the whole point of the story, Alex Dyson. An hour and a half of expert Sudoku. Finally cracked it. Um, thank you, Mr. Sudoku guy on YouTube. So. You become so obsessed with having your child sleep and never wanting to wake them up, okay? Mm -hmm. Because 
because it's top finally peace and quiet time. So so most nights we put Sophia down at about uh, seven o'clock. All right, seven thirty. Okay. Just quickly, to parents, I'm not a parent, so I would know, but do you often refer to putting your children down? Is that how you say? Yes. <laughs> you, yes. Put not them in bed. <laughs> can we? Can, is it too late to change that? <laughs> we put them down. Is there someone I could call to just quickly? <laughs> change? That's, I think that doesn't I'm, sound I think good. I'm saying it right. I honestly think I'm saying it right. All right. Okay. So you put your child down. Um, <laughs> And then we, you know, creak, cre- tiptoe around our house, trying to be as quiet as possible. Turn the sound off the sound bar, okay? We don't want any bass coming from the speakers. All right? Just just hearing how, all the TV characters whispering. Like it's the worst, man. I'm telling you, it's the worst. But anyway, sometimes, on the other night, we got some pizza. Wanted to reheat, okay? Okay. After Sophia's finally gone to bed, we're like, sweet, let's Uh-oh. reheat some pizza, okay? They haven't invented a silent microwave yet. Oh, well, no, the microwave is fine. Listen, listen to my oven, all right? Now, wait, wait you've, you've got a voice memo of your oven? Yes, because this is what I have to deal with every time I wanted to check my pizza. I, it was like I was coming home from, a, in, I was walking through a backyard of, in a horror film, all right? <laughs> Just listen, listen to, this is the sound that my oven makes. When you open the front door. Because I'm talking about a kitchen that was probably made in the 80s. Okay. You know? That's has been updated. Old. Yep. Okay. This is what it sounds like when I open and close the oven, okay? This is opening and closing. Here we go. <laughs> That's opening. This is the oven on. <laughs> Every, honestly, it's like it's like a transformer is is assembling in the kitchen every time I just want to open the oven. Oh man! It's honestly it sounds like a car is being impacted when it, whenever I just want to check where's, my pizza. Where's your WD forty, mate? You've I don't know. I'm not a handyman. Anyway, that is the noise I have to contend with. I, it's doing my head in, right? I will have to get on the get on the squeaky bits. But I'm asking you now, what noises does your house make? Okay, so <laughs> hit us up on Instagram with a recording of maybe it's the way your car sounds when it turns on. Yeah. Maybe it's it's the the you know the the I don't know sizzling of your barbecue or something. Whatever it is. Like when know. the washing machine stops, like the water pressure goes vroom. And just <laughs> comes to a halt, like yeah. a truck crashing into the side <laughs> yeah. of the house. Like, yeah, we've got the rattling, the rattling pipes. Just let <laughs> us know what your sound, what yet sound your house makes. It's gonna be like a a show, a show on Radio National of like the bird sounds of Australia. But it's just <laughs> the dodgy houses of Oz, <laughs> creaky share houses of Oz. Yeah. All right. Yeah, okay. Matt. Now this is Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Hope you're having a good one. Order up. That's how you like it. Perfect. Click, click, click. Clickfish. Clickfish. With producer Bron. Yes, it's that time where our producer Bron jumps up and tells us what's in the body of an article that we've only seen the headline of and were too cool or uh, had too much integrity to click on. And I love the way Bron talked to us off air. She goes... Look out, boys. Today I've got some real trash. So, <laughs> so let's welcome her to the radio right now. G'day, Bron. Hello. 
So, Brian, hit us with that trash. What, what, what did we? Uh, what did you find in the news? So, this headline from Seven News: Hollywood star Naomi Watts revealed co-star pooped on her while filming a movie. Oh, okay. Oh, no. I saw this headline as no. well, and I know what this is. I, I know what this is. What happened? I've, I've seen the bus. I've seen posters of the bus mm-hmm. with Naomi Watts on it, and like it's like some story about her and a penguin or something. Is it a penguin? No. So she's starring in a movie called Penguin Bloom. Her co-star is a magpie. A magpie. Oh, so right. her magpie oh. pooped on her. Yeah. Right, her co-star pooped on her. <laughs> that yeah, is. that is absolutely <laughs> shameless, isn't it? Yeah. Goodness me. Goodness okay. gracious <laughs> me. Well, there you go. I don't know what the movie's about, though. Penguin Blooms. It's about um, a Sydney mum called Sam Bloom who suffered a major accident in Thailand that left her a paraplegic. Goodness me. So oh, it's, it it's based intense. on a true story? Yes, I think so. Oh, wow. And then they get a magpie. I don't know the rest. I don't know the plot. <laughs> so once they've disappointed everyone who's clicked on the article, how do they keep their attention by uh, <laughs> talking about it through the rest of the rest of the article? It just went on and on. So it was like... She said it was an icebreaker moment. So funny. It was on top of her head. Um, yeah, it was just, just the absolute magpie pooped trash. On her head. Yeah. Okay, great. Oh, my Lord. Brilliant. What's well, next, thanks for sacrificing Brian? yourself for that, Brian. What about number two? Headline Kate Middleton's surprising new look. Oh, oh. I, I saw this headline. I didn't, you, I didn't want to click on it. What's the this segment? You always click, click on, on the on articles. It. I saw the headline. I didn't click on it. And I thought, you know what would be cool? If she got a bob. I want I want short, <laughs> shorter than short oh, hair. Man. I want shorter than shoulder length hair on Kate. What did she do? She didn't get a perm, unfortunately. Uh, uh. Oh, she's not up with the trends, but so, yes. <laughs> she was on a video call with a bunch of nurses, you know, saying thank you for everything during the pandemic, um, which is still going crazy over there. But... Instead of her usual sort of bouncy middle mid part hair, well, she, Middleton, that's where it comes from. <laughs> okay, go on. She had a slight side part. Oh my god! And straight <laughs> hair. Oh my god! <laughs> also, she usually has bright sort of you know florally oh, tops, oh no. but she was I wearing a black blazer from death <laughs> right now. I am moments from this death. was on the front page of of news.com.au, news. yeah. by the way. I, I cannot go on. Do you know how many problems the world has right now? <laughs> A slightly left part. Unbelievable. Okay. But all right. in the context of the segment, Clickfish on All Day Breakfast, you've done very well, Bron. <laughs> it encapsulate everything that this segment is about. Exactly. Hey, look, and right, as, number three. As, a, as a duo who have spent weeks, yes, weeks, talking about perms and oh, true. I turkins, mean... <laughs> I don't think we have... <laughs> well, my glass tower just shattered. <laughs> Goodness me. Okay, what about what's third, Bron? So the last one is detail in J-Lo inauguration selfie we missed. (laughs) The byline, Jennifer Lopez's... Oh, you've done it. (laughs) Three from three. So what did we miss? The byline is important as well. So Jennifer Lopez's performance at Biden's inauguration made history, but a photo snapped backstage reveals a detail many wanted to know. What did many people um, want to know? Um, uh, what? I can feel the brain cells in my <laughs> head just like evaporating. Like they're literally trying to jump out my ears. 
Was she not wearing a mask or something? Mm-mm. Or trashier. Uh, <laughs> oh, what what her what part type of to the right. Was, what type of <laughs> lipstick she was wearing? How much her bum is insured for these days? <laughs> Getting closer. So people wanted to know how to make their hair just as shiny as it was when JLo and why her makeup looks so nice. <laughs> they wanted to know the product she used yeah. to make her hair shiny. <sighs> Thanks, Bron. Hey, uh, <laughs> this brings me. us to the end of Clickfish forever. Um, <laughs> and the end of the human race as we know it. Uh, we're calling time on humanity. Um, it's done. We finished it. And that's How all she I wrote. Oh, actually, wait. How did she get her hair so shiny? Go on. I don't know if I want to give a plug to this because I feel like this article oh, was an real ad. product? Yeah, yeah, it's a product. Okay. But it was a product. Okay. All right. A spray. Oh, okay, a root boosting okay. shine spray. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bron, thank you very much for uh, joining us for Clickfish. Um, that whole segment could go in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week, Bron. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Alex Dyson, a couple of days ago, I uh, talked about my stubby cooler, a brand new stubby cooler given to me by good friend, Nick Drabble from Setmo. Mm. Um, and as I was getting out of the car to uh, take it upstairs, I drop it, but it's because it's a stubby cooler, it's around, it rolls. Yep. Right? And it just, it just did not stop. Didn't have the handbrake on. No, it just, just rolled and rolled right under this big vintage car that I park next to every day. And it, and it goes underneath the car and then lands in this little oil spill thing on the ground, right? And so it prompted me to ask you, what's rolled where? And we had a chat to, uh, to Marshy and Woods last week about uh, this one, a car and a tampon, respectively. Um, not the other both way around. Very rollable <laughs> both items. Both very rollable. <laughs> uh, and it's uh, prompted you to give us a call as well. Uh, Cooper from Adelaide. What's rolled and where's it rolled? <laughs> well, mine's a uh, mine's a very similar object to uh, to Marshy's rolling story. It's a uh, it's a ute. Oh, and it's uh, it's rolled into a, a dam. Oh, a body oh. Of water. Yeah. was it your ute? No. So it, it, there's a few details to this one that just make it worse and worse. So it was my mate's dad. We went on a motorbike trip, and he's had a little Datsun ute that doesn't fit two motorbikes. So we said, "Oh, dad, can we borrow the big ute?" It's so sure, son. I'll, you know, you know, we're 18 at the time. I'm, I'm trusting you've made it to your green piece. You can, you can borrow the big ute. Oh no! It's the uh, right. the four door ute, <laughs> yeah, twin cab, four door Holden Colorado. Oh, oh. <laughs> and how, how you know how much would this how much would this thing be brand new? You reckon? Uh, I reckon you know we're talking 50, 60, and then uh, yeah. on top of that had a had a had a ten thousand dollar custom redwood timber line tray on it. Oh, Ooh, the old and redwood. Then, That's a fine timber. <laughs> It was, it was so new that uh, this incident happened at about you know three four in the afternoon. It was insured at twelve o'clock that day. Oh, as in midnight? In the, in the afternoon, he thought, oh, "I better insure it in case the boys crash it," and then we did. But you know, <laughs> what an hour or two later? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Essentially, yeah, we did did have a, a bit of an interview with the insurance company later. But, yeah, know, I, I smell out. a rat. <laughs> If, if, if I was an insurance evaluator, like, okay, so this is 45 minutes after the the ink is still wet on this, and now the ute is also wet. Very wet. 
Yeah, so we had a big, big day on on the motorbikes, and then we're out at this this property, sort of you know, middle of New South Wales somewhere, and um, we finish up, and they've got this massive dam, and they've got a water slide going down into it. And obviously, a water slide heads downhill, so we park at the top of the hill and walk over to the water slide and think, oh sweet, we'll use this, but it's all dry, and we're knackered. So my mate walks down, and I go, oh, I'll just bring the Ute down, you know, so we don't have to walk back up the hill at the end of the day because we're all pretty tired. So I jump in the cab keys aren't anywhere and I just think oh I'll just roll it down the hill you know just ease the handbrake off put it in neutral and and, and and we'll pull it up when it gets to the bottom this is with mind you two motorcycles on the back right oh <laughs> no so so I actually got out tried pushing the doorway to get the thing to move and it didn't move at all and then at that point I guess I shut the door and made the mistake of not putting the handbrake back on so we walk oh. down go for a swim swimming for you know 45 minutes all relaxed all good and then as we're walking back up the hill Sure enough, the ute just decides to, of its own accord, start rolling towards just it. At so. that moment, it was sitting <laughs> yeah, there yeah. for 45 minutes and then started rolling. <laughs> yeah, then starts rolling. So, like, we managed to get the door open, but it just, it was, it was going red hot at that sort of pace. <laughs> We're tumbling oh down the hill after it. Hit no! At the bottom of the dam, flies a good, you know, I think maybe 20 feet through the air and splashes into the dam. Wait, sorry, like it ramped up. It took like, a jump, like a ski jump. <laughs> like Eddie the Eagle. <laughs> yeah. Think of a big water slide. It was running down next to the water slide and then <laughs> with two motorbikes on the back. Were they insured? Uh, no. Well, yeah, that's, that's what I said. This thing just keeps getting worse. So the, obviously the bottom of the dam must have been on a bit of an angle, right? So it's stuck about roof line, but on a tilt. So my bike was nice and high and dry. His was underwater. Oh, and uh, how do you explain that to your mate's dad? Yeah, it was it was an awkward phone call, and it was a quiet car ride home. Goodness <laughs> me! Yeah, Cuba. yeah, sorry, mate. Um, yeah, I just uh, sent you Colorado off a ski jump, mate. Yeah, nah, in the drink. Yeah, no, my bike's fine. Mine's fine. <laughs> I'll just ride that home. <laughs> <laughs> when we were sitting in the drink, about waist deep, he he, he socked me one in the head. <laughs> didn't, oh, didn't, didn't speak to him for about two years, but after that, we were right as rain. <laughs> Is this your mate? Yeah, yeah. We're oh, all, wow. After that. <laughs> Punched you in the head. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Well, Cooper, live to tell the tale. Thank you very much for Thanks, giving us a call mate. on All Day Breakfast. We'll catch you later. Goodness me. Uh, what about yourself, Jess, from the Central Coast? <laughs> yeah. So the thing that rolled and where was me. And under my bed. So <laughs> what? when I was about six years old, I'm a, I'm a super heavy sleeper. So I'm like known for just sleeping through anything and mm-hmm. falling asleep anywhere. Mm. Um, I rolled off the bed in my sleep, rolled under the bed and kept sleeping there. <laughs> and <laughs> my parents couldn't find me. So they had a bit of a meltdown while they're trying to find their missing child, like catching windows. <laughs> asking my brothers and eventually they looked under the bed and I'm just sound asleep, chilling, just not a care in the world. Goodness gracious. Sounds comfy. Well, there you go. And what happened when you woke up? Uh, Rolled back out and got on with the day. (laughs) Thank you so much for that one, Jess. Jess. We'll catch you later. And we've we've also got Michael from Melbourne. G'day, Michael. Hey, guys. How are you? Great. Thanks, Michael. Uh, what rolled where? So we were on our international flight on the way to take the kids to Disneyland. Mm. And two hours into on the way to LA, 
this guy sort of walked past and you could see he was looking for something on the ground and he walked past a couple of times and he was looking at my wife's feet and I was like, oh, something's, he's lost his phone or something. And then he walked off and you could see him talking to his wife and he came back probably 10 minutes later and he tapped on my wife's shoulders and he's like, oh, can I, I've lost something down there. I think it's at your feet. So Sarah starts like feeling around at the bottom because we couldn't really see. It was all dark and she pulls this thing out and I just saw her face drop and it was a small vibrator and it rolled out of his wife's bag and rolled underneath well, my wife's feet. I'm glad feet. you said bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that would have been a bit awkward. But, um, so, so Sarah's picked up this stranger's vibrator with her bare hands and just handed it back to the husband. And just with a smile, and he walked off, and then they wouldn't look at us for the rest of the rest of the oh, flight. I'll tell you me. what, Michael, if that was mine, it'd be new vibrator at Disneyland. That's like that's oh, what yeah, I would be. Man. I would be saying bye bye to the old one. That's what we said. You just leave it on the floor. <laughs> just let it just disappear. Oh never my look back. I would never even turn my head to the back of the plane from that point on. It's gone. Yeah. Oh yep. my I god. I didn't realize. Like I've never, never travelled with a vibrator. I didn't, I, if I did, I don't think I'd put it in my carry-on. <laughs> what oh, do you reckon? The most awkward thing was we had both our kids sitting next to us, and they're like, "What's that, mum? Mum, what is it? What's the guy looking for?" We're like, "Oh, it's just nothing. It's just nothing." And it's from that day that the flight attendants now say, "If you drop something, stay at your seat and press the call button, <laughs> so the flight attendants can retrieve it." Uh, thank you so thank much you for that much, one, Michael. Michael. Have a really no good one. Thank you. Massive thank you to all of our callers today, Cooper, Jess and Michael, for What's Rolled Where. Thank you for joining us as well. Um, please get in touch with us if you have ideas on what the Okine Dyson system can be. Yeah, absolutely. Really want to know. You need to split up some petty money. Um, what else you got? Uh, um, <laughs> probably should have thought about this before we pressed <laughs> Record on the outro. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why we want, we need you to help us. Um, uh, so get in touch for that one. I'm going to leave you today with um, uh, the only person I follow on TikTok. Started a TikTok uh, last week to post the sea shanty match. Yes, and uh, be trying to get get into it a little bit. I was going to say, did you hashtag it sea shanty hashtag shanty droppers? <laughs> No, but maybe we should drop a we few should, more shanties. We should, we should, like, what are the smoke, what are the, what are the smoke, what are those, what are that band called, the two dudes? The smoke, or no, chain the, smokers. Chain smokers, oh, yeah. Oh, get on the we, beers. We're like, we're like the shanty That's droppers. Bastard Kutcher. <laughs> Kutcher, you mean. We can, we can start a little shanty duo called the shanty droppers. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right, well, shanty droppers coming to a hottest 100 is that a pro, soon. Is that inappropriate, Bron? I, I don't know. No, I don't find it offensive. Okay, good, right. good. Just wanted to double check. I just don't like the word panties. <laughs> it makes me feel uncomfortable. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Anyways. Much like the lyrics to WAP, which is probably... <laughs> A little bit spicier than the word panties, I'll tell you <laughs> <Yeah>. that much. <laughs> Absolutely. Anyway, back to the point. Signed up to TikTok to get the shanty out there. And... um. It's quite like it, I, it's not for me. And I was like watching a few of these videos. I'm like, that's not all that funny. But then I got into a world. I've, I found a, I found a, a model by the name of Sarah Gullickson. And um, I was entranced by the world of modeling, which 
It's funny, I was waiting for the, <laughs> the punchlines in the this. Twist. But it's so earnest, and it's a world that I have nothing to do with, but I found it <laughs> more entertaining than the attempted humour. So, Interesting. Um, so, All right, well, let's 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 dive into this world of model Sarah Gullickson as we um, say goodbye to this episode of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. And what what you what are you on TikTok by the way, Alex? AE Dyson, same as Instagram. All right. So check it out. Him. Yep. Here it is, Sarah's trip to a photo shoot. Bye bye. A day in the life of a model on a top secret photo shoot. The first thing that I do is I wake up to the sound of two different alarms at 5 a.m. Setting two alarms ensures that I get up for my photo shoot. Then I down a cup of coffee in bed, I check my email, and I start eating some yummy eggs and some oatmeal. I apply my favorite face moisturizer, and I basically cover my entire body with this body butter from Trader Joe's. I throw on a simple photo shoot outfit, and by 6.15, I'm in the car on my way to the photo shoot. Today, my photo shoot is in San Francisco, and this is the view from my morning commute. Once I'm at the photo shoot, I immediately change into my robe. Models wear robes at photo shoots to prevent their bodies from having crease lines from the clothing they arrived in. Hop in the hair and makeup chair, and I start getting my hair done. Today, we're going for a beachy wave hair look. The hair and the makeup at the photo shoot ended up looking like this. And then I made my way onto the set of the top secret photo shoot. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au.